Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The government is firm on its goal to attain herd immunity in the Philippines before the end of the year. As more coronavirus vaccines are expected to arrive in the coming weeks, Presidential Spokesman Hariroki said the government is determined to vaccinate 58 million Filipinos to reach population protection before 2021 ends. Roki made explanation after the government bared plans to vaccinate 9.7 million people in Metro Manila by late November. The government recently set a vaccination target in Metro Manila which has a population of more than 13 million, recognizing in its epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak in the country. Out of 8 million COVID-19 vaccines supplied, the government has so far administered more than 4 million doses, initially to health workers, senior citizens, and people with comorbidity. The vaccination number represented 2.9% of the country's population received the first dose, while 0.9% have been fully vaccinated. The vaccination of the country's essential workers and the indigent population is set to begin next month. Hindi po na bago, no? Ang sinasabi natin, November 27 nga po yung target natin for uh, population protection sa Metro Manila but we're still aiming na 58 million nationwide before end of the year. Well, may kinalaman lang po yan doon sa katotohanan na uh, majority of the cases ay nasa Metro Manila Plus. No? At uh, kaya nga po bagamat kalahati ng supplies ay uh, ng ating bakuna ay makakarating pa rin all over the country, mahigit kumulang kalahati ay ibubuhos natin dito sa Metro Manila Plus kasama po ang Cebu at ang Dabao. Metro Manila mayors will craft a uniform ordinance against the alleged selling of vaccines lost in their cities. Metro Manila Council Chairman and Paranaque Mayor Edwin Olivares said the mayors will meet on Wednesday, May 26 to discuss the matter. Malacanang on Tuesday urged local government units to pass an ordinance penalizing individuals selling vaccines lots. The city of Manila has already passed an ordinance prohibiting the sale of COVID-19 vaccines in the city. In Paranaque, Olivares said there's no reported incident of individuals selling vaccine slots based on police investigation. Olivares, meanwhile, warned those involved in the vaccine for free scheme of punishment and that they will be dealt with the full force of the law. The House of Representatives approved on second reading the Bayanihan to Arise as One or Bayanihan 3 Bill, a revised version that reamed the proposed allocation for COVID-19 stimulus to 401 billion pesos on Tuesday, May 25. Lawmakers were initially proposing a 405.6 billion pesos appropriation for the third installment of the Bayanihan Law, but a substitute bill adopted during the plenary session amended the amount to 401 billion. After an hour of debates on proposed individual amendments, members of the lower chamber Chamber passed the House Bill Number 9411 on second reading via voice voting. Under legislative rules, bills will be passed on third and final reading three session days after their second reading approval. The bill has not yet been certified as urgent by President Duterte and has yet to secure the constitutional requirement of certification from the National Treasury that funds are available for its implementation. The approved Bayanihan 3 bill of the House proposes the release of appropriations in three phases: 165.9 billion pesos for the first phase, 180. 
186 billion pesos for the second phase and 48.6 billion pesos in the third phase. Under the proposal, a total of 216 billion was allocated as ayuda or emergency cash assistance, wherein 2,000 will be provided to each Filipino in two tranches. Hoping to attract more applicants for voter registration, the Commission on Elections wants to have mall registration for the May 2022 polls. The COMELEC revealed that they are already close to signing their partnerships with different mall developers so they can already start with mall registration activities. In the past, satellite registration activities were also held in different shopping malls and commercial centers. As of May 20, more than 3 million applicants for voter registration have already been received by the COMELEC for next year's polls. Voter registration period will run until September 30, 2021. Here is a roundup of news in and around Metro Manila. Let's watch these reports. Iranian Ambassador Alireza Tototsian had commended the Manila City government's continuous effort to help curb the COVID-19 pandemic in the country. Manila Mayor Francisco Isco Moreno de Magoso met with Tototsian at the Manila City Hall on Tuesday, May 25. Tototsian disclosed to the Magoso the application of nanotechnology to ensure clean water in the nation's capital. He said Manila and Iran can create more areas of cooperation such as the halal industry and agriculture on top of the possible application of nanotechnology in water purification and wastewater treatment. Domagoso said that's very timely and highlighted the need for technology to ensure clean water in line with the city's ongoing and future infrastructure projects such as the Bagong Hospital ng Manila and the Bagong Manila Zoo. Domagoso also shared with Toto Chan the construction of, of the Manila Muslim Cemetery and Cultural Hall which is set to be completed soon. Pasay City Mayor Emi Calixto has urged residents to report to the city's COVID-19 hotline numbers any illegal activity by unscrupulous individuals or groups selling vaccines or offering slots for the job. Robiano said the city government is conducting the vaccination of residents based on the categories given by the Department of Health. She also reminded residents that the city government's Vac to the Future vaccination program is for free. Robiano said those who will be caught selling the vaccines or offering slots for vaccination for a fee will face the full force of the law. The Pasig City Government launched on Tuesday its Malusog na Batang Pasigeno program that will provide the city students with nutrition food packs to help them get proper nutrition amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Soto said a total of 147,484 public elementary and high school students, SPED and community-based ALS students will receive nutrition food packs every month. The mayor emphasized the right nutrition is essential in achieving the proper physical and mental development of children. Now let's take a look at the latest news in other parts of the country and here are the details. The Department of Tourism in the Ilocos region has launched a pass system that facilitates the visit of tourists from other regions as it also serves for contact tracing and monitoring purposes. DOT Ilocos Regional Director Joseph Francisco Ortega said through the system, the tourists can access lists of requirements of the local government in their target destination, as well as lists of DOT-accredited accommodations, tour guides, hotels, restaurants, and itineraries. However, Ortega said the Ilocos region is not yet accepting leisure travels from the National Capital Region, Cavite, Laguna, and Rizal. The information provided by the tourists will be automatically deleted after 30 days. 
The director of the Department of Health in Central Visayas is not recommending Negros Oriental to be placed under Enhanced Community Quarantine or ECQ amid the continuing surge of COVID-19 cases in the province. Assistant Provincial Health Officer Dr. Leland Estacion, Incident Commander of the province's IATF, said on Tuesday afternoon that DOH Central Visayas Regional Director Dr. Jaime Bernadas told her the current situation in Negros Oriental does not yet warrant an ECQ. She added that the province has not yet reached their peak and the cases will still rise in the coming days. The announcement of Estacion came after two groups of medical doctors and other quarters called for an ECQ declaration or lockdown to curb the ongoing climb of positive COVID-19 cases in the province. Amid the surging cases of COVID-19, the local government unit of Carmen in North Cotabato is providing locally produced virgin coconut oil to those who are admitted to all its local isolation facilities. Aside from food supplements and vital medicines, Mayor Moises Arendain told Manila Bulletin over the phone that the local government is giving VCO as part of its measure to combat the deadly disease. Arendain said that they started providing the VCOs to patients about three weeks ago when the COVID-19 cases started to spike in this agricultural town of 95,000 residents. Recently, the Department of Science and Technology revealed the results of its studies saying that the VCO can be utilized to avoid further transmission of the virus and as a viable and affordable treatment against the dreaded COVID-19. Now the updates from around the world. Let's check these out. About 0.01% of people became infected with COVID-19 between January and April despite being fully vaccinated. A U.S. government study confirming the shot's high efficacy showed Tuesday. The report published by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention documented so-called breakthrough cases among 101 million people fully vaccinated in the United States. It examined the period from January 1 to April 30. A total of 10,262 infections were documented at the 14 days of more after the final dose of a vaccine provisionally authorized by the Food and Drug Administration, the Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. The rate of breakthrough infections are thus roughly 0.01%, hospitalizations are 0.0007%, and deaths are 0.0001%. Hong Kong may soon have to throw away millions of coronavirus vaccine doses because they are approaching their expiry date and not enough people have signed up for the jobs, unofficial warned Tuesday. Hong Kong is one of the few places in the world fortunate enough to have secured more than enough doses to inoculate its entire population of 7.5 million people. But swirling distrust of the government as it stomps out dissent, combined with online misinformation and a lack of urgency in the comparatively virus-free city, has led to entrenched vaccine hesitancy and a decimal inoculation drive. Hong Kong bought 75.0 million doses each of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine and China's Sinovac. Three companies on Tuesday were given permit to render unmanned delivery vehicles on designated open roads in Beijing, the first time the Chinese capital will allow such vehicles. The e-commerce giant JD.com, the online service company MateOne, and the autonomous driving vehicle producer Neolix receive ID numbers for these vehicles at the 8th International Congress of Intelligent Connected Vehicles Technology in Beijing. The vehicles will drive at the Beijing High-Level Autonomous Driving Demonstration Area, which covers six 
60 square kilometer at the Beijing Economic Technological Development Area, also known as E-Town in Dasing District. The unmanned delivery vehicle operators will conduct express deliveries, catering, and retail business in the demonstration area. Here are the latest in showbiz. Let's watch this. In the continuing drama between Miss Universe Canada and Filipino designers Michael Cinco and Rian Fernandez, Miss Universe Canada have finally issued a statement. The lengthy statement was posted on their Instagram where the organization said that they are deeply saddened about the incident including the comments that they have been receiving online. The organization added that they appreciate the relationships that they have worked hard to build and maintain with designers all over the world. They also sent their apologies to Michael Cinco and Rian Fernandez for any damage these recent incidents have caused them or their brand. They assured everyone that they will strive to do better going forward. The MUC organization also clarified their relationship with their third-party supporters, stating that they are not official representatives of the organization and their opinions are not necessarily the opinions of the MUC organization. The group also reiterated that they believe in and strongly support the right of free speech for everyone. However, the MUC organization strongly objects to the level of abuse from bashers and the organization said that they refuse to partake in stooping down to that level of ugliness. The organization also said that they will continuously strive to provide the best opportunities each year for the annual MUC title holders and to maintain strong positive relationships with them and other third-party organizations and sponsors. Here are the latest from Manila Bulletin Sports section. Let's watch this. National athletes, coaches, and officials bound for the Tokyo Olympics and the Vietnam Southeast Asian Games are scheduled for vaccination on Friday, May 28 at the Manila Prince Hotel. Philippine Olympic Committee President Bambol Tolentino announced after coordinating with the government officials last week following health protocols in the two events, particularly the no-vaccine, no-participation policy in the Southeast Asian Games. The proceedings will be held from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and will be attended by the country's vaccine SAR Secretary Carlito Galvez Jr., Department of Health Secretary Francisco Duque III, and COVID-19 testing SAR Secretary Vince Dizon. Tolentino is optimistic that all athletes will not have second thoughts on getting vaccinated, saying they are educated enough about the procedures. Another batch will also be scheduled since some sports associations have yet to identify their SEA Games-bound athletes through hosting national open competitions. The POC will also coordinate with the Interagency Task Force and the DOH for athletes who are in the province so that they could get vaccinated at their respective local government units. The POC plans to send 629 athletes to the Southeast Asian Games while the country currently has 9 athletes qualified for the Olympics. In today's Tech Talk, game streaming has become more popular recently with more people getting into e-games. Today, Manila Bulletin Tech News Editor Art Samaniego shows us two video streaming devices that are easy to use and streams high-quality videos. Let's watch this. Live streaming made a comeback during this pandemic. Without leaving their homes, more individuals and even brands embrace live streaming to reach more people and, of course, to socialize. To some, 
live streaming may be a new thing, but to e-gamers, it has been a tool they have been using ever since. Today, we discovered two live streaming devices for gamers. Hi, I'm Art Samaniego, and welcome to Tech Talk. These live streaming devices from Aver Media are plug-and-play devices that make live streaming less technical and easier. First is the Aver Media Live Gamer Mini GC311 that helps you get into your streaming spotlight as quick and easy as possible. It keeps things simple with HDMI in and pass-through for zero latency full HD gameplay and micro USB for PC or Mac connectivity. This means you can spend more time gaming than setting up your live stream. These Aver Media devices come with their own software that you can download from the Aver Media website. Once downloaded, you can already stream on various streaming platforms such as YouTube and more. With its zero latency recording and streaming, you are guaranteed that your gameplay video can be watched in its full HD glory the way it is supposed to be seen. The second one is the Aver Media Live Gamer Portable 2 Plus that works in three different modes. The PC mode so that you can stream videos right away. The PC Free mode can record your gameplay in 1080p resolution with 60 frames per second into a micro SD card in just a press of a button. And storage mode so that you can access your videos without ejecting your micro SD card. The Aver Media Live Gamer Portable 2 Plus also has a dedicated slot for your gaming controller and headphones so that you can seamlessly give your commentary about the game easily. It can also give you 4K experience in your gameplays. It guarantees 100% flagless 4K with 60 frames per second video recording, so you won't have to worry about losing video quality while recording. With the live streaming devices from Aver Media, gamers and live streamers in general cannot worry less on the technical side of live streaming and focus more on their contents. And that is Tech Talk for this week. Join us again next week for more tech updates. This is Art Samaniego and this is Tech Talk. Be fully informed. And thank you very much, Art. I'm sure e-gamers and also content creators will find those devices very useful. And those are the news on web today, May 26, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow, or you could log on to www.mb.com.ph, or you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.